Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lena Light Podcast. I'm so happy you guys are listening in and joining in from wherever you are. I'm so excited because today I have a very, very special guest with me, a really good friend of mine, Akia Davis. How are you, Akia? Hi, Lena. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. So I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of background on Akia before we begin. So Akia is a 24-year-old Virgo son who is passionate about health and wellness space. She uses her platform, her YouTube platform, to educate and inspire others to live a healthy, non-toxic lifestyle. Recently, she made a move to New York City where she hopes to pursue her passion and continue to live their truth. That is so amazing. (laughs) So amazing. How has it been in New York City for you? It's been amazing, crazy, fun, scary, a little bit of everything. I've only been here for about like a week and a half now. Um, And it's been a lot, definitely like moving out here in November when it's freezing cold um, is definitely a challenge. Um, And then just being immersed like with all the different people and the different attitudes and the delayed trains and the beautiful sights. And it's just been a lot definitely been overwhelming but it's definitely mm-hmm. what I wanted to do so I'm just taking it bit by bit it's definitely teaching me patience and um a lot it's teaching me a lot but overall I'm really happy to be here yeah that's that's amazing because I feel like as a friend you've always inspired me you've always even though we've met this past year um I definitely feel like our friendship is powerful in that there's so many ways that we inspire each other and we help each other with our creativity and to just really shine our light and just spread mm-hmm. our voices when it comes to like doing what we love. What's yeah. the main thing that inspired you to New York to move to New York City? Like, were you always wanting to be there or like, how's your transition? What, what made you decide like, this is where you want to be? So I had visited New York several times in the past, like two years, like heavily, like I was going up there like every other weekend And I noticed that in New York City, they had a really big health and wellness space, which is what I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Uh, They do a lot of like wellness summits and they're constantly opening up new like yoga studios and different like meetups for people who have similar interests, like people of color or if you you want to learn about spirituality or like how to meditate or things like that. There's just like a big not a big space for that in New York City, but also like a big need for that. Like if you want to pursue that, you can definitely go to New York and thrive. And I just noticed what I wanted to do. Um, being back home in Maryland, there's not a big space for that. It's definitely like growing and coming up in Maryland. But every time I would go to New York, it just felt like home. Like I was just like, I'm supposed to be here is how I felt. And so um, I figured me being 24 and, you know, we're young. We don't have any kids. We're not married. We're not tied down to anything. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking if I was ever going to take that jump because it is scary. Like I know we talk about like, you know, following your dreams is very beautiful, but it, it, it's challenging and it's not always what you think it's going to be or how things will turn out. And so I knew if I was ever going to take the risk and figure out, like, you know, could I survive in New York? I figured I had to do it now before, you know, who knows what will happen in the next two or three years. I might, you know, meet someone and get married. And, and you know, with my job, I was comfortable there and I could have easily stayed there for five or 10 more years and, you know, never wanted to leave. And, you know, that I would say that I was too old to leave and go to the city or maybe I would outgrow it. You know, a lot of people when they get older, you don't want to be around all that hustle and bustle. And I figured just now that's what I want. I want the chaotic, loud. Also, I was going to say, well, son, girl, 
Yes. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I, I want to experience that now while I want to, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm sure as I get older, those those wants and needs are going to change. And like, that's fine, you know, but I'm like, if I'm ever going to do that, I got to do it now. So I decided to just go. That's so wonderful. And I love that because I feel like you really inspire so many people, especially at like the recent job that you um, transitioned from uh, so many people were inspired by you and just your decision to like really go big and follow your dreams I feel like so many times especially um because this woman this this podcast is more so for women's inspiration but especially for women I think we think we I do believe we think we sometimes have to settle and just be mm-hmm. comfortable in the norm and comfortable with like what we've been doing for so long and like stepping out and you just saying like, I'm going to move, I'm going to do this. I'm going to change my job. I'm going to change my location. Like, I think that was a wake up call for me, especially because I'm like, wow, I have all these dreams. Have I really just been settling? Yeah. Like facing the fact of that and also the fear of really um, being honest and open with myself and, and, conversating with myself in that mm-hmm. way like it was it was a game changer for me so I just want to say thank you first of all for Aww. like making that decision there's a quote or something that Tyler Perry said he says like something along the lines of like following your dreams is very important there's other people tied into your dreams and I also feel that way when sometimes it comes to decisions even though mm-hmm. you know we are I, I don't try to be a codependent person I feel like when it comes to like one of my friends that makes this big move or like something grand happens in her life or she makes this like positive change. It's like, it feel I feel fueled by that in a way, like very and inspired in that way. So girl, you are really doing big things. I'm so excited like for you in every way. Uh, Well, back to like what you were saying about Tyler Perry's quote, something that um, I heard on a podcast was like, you know, when you're not in your purpose, other people suffer, you know? And so if, if you're not, in the flow of what you're supposed to be doing, which, you know, ultimately we're all connected and we have something to offer that can help someone, even if it's just, maybe it's not like this big thing of moving and going somewhere else, but just like, you know, making you feel better, like brightening your day or putting a smile on your face or just encouraging, like, like you're not alone, like whatever it is, we all have something that we offer to one another. And when you're not flowing in your purpose or some people, you can feel scared, you know what I mean? To step out in something that you may feel is bigger than yourself. Um, but when we don't, when we already know what our purpose is and we're being called to do something and we're hesitant because we're afraid of how things may turn out or we're not sure, like, you know, that does affect other people, you know, believe it or not, like, even in small things that maybe you think are little, like, you know, it can have a big impact on how someone else can pursue their own dreams. And so, you know, that was something that I knew I wanted to do and definitely wasn't easy to, to come across. But I've heard a lot of people, not just you know, at the job that we were at, but it's some of my friends who I can see now, like maybe they didn't directly say like, Oh, you moving inspire me. Like, you know, sometimes you don't need that, but I see some of my friends now they're pursuing their big dreams. They've been wanting to do for a while. You know what I mean? Or like um, they're taking more risk. And I know like with men, especially they're very quick to, they're quick to apply jobs. They're not even like qualified for, you know, they're quick to do something and, and they're, they're quick to do it and fail and do it again. Like yeah. where we're kind of taught, like, you know, you have to be very timid and if the second you fail you're wrong and you shouldn't have done that where men they're taught you fail you get back up and you do it again and you learn your mistakes and you try it a different way next time you know what I mean and as women like we have to we are strong and we can go out here and we're allowed to make mistakes like there's room for grace for all of us and we can go out here and fail like and it's okay like you know what I mean it's just 
uh, reviewing what happened, what we did wrong and figuring out, you know, what can we do better? What do we need to readjust and not take that failure as like a no? Guys don't do that. They don't, they don't take no's. Like <laughs> That's true. That's so true. I love that you said that because I think in the past, especially growing up, I feel like I was very sensitive to failure and that if I were to fail, um, sometimes I would think about how other people thought about me more so than like what I actually wanted to do. Even if it was something mm. grand and major, I would think like, okay, so I'm going to do this dream and I know it's big. I might fail. So I don't want other people saying, you know, well, you tried that or you did that again. And sometimes I would hear that from like people that I, I didn't realize I would hear it from, but it's it always the people's closest to you, man. It's always people close to you. Yeah, so it kind of mm-hmm. made me feel almost like, oh man, I can't really like, I feel like I couldn't really fully express myself because if I fail, then I will be singled out almost. Yeah. Laughed at. And it's like, I really had to get over that within myself. I feel like this year, especially I've come more into like, who I am and what I want to do. How would you mm-hmm. feel? Um, well, how do you feel about that when it comes to like coming into mm-hmm. stuff? Like has this recently happened or has it been something that has, has been going on for a while? Or- oh, I think I'm coming into my, I think we're all coming into ourselves a bits at a time. Cause there's always like new things you're learning, but I have not always been the kind of person to be very bold in decisions. I think I was the type of person that was always very comfortable being comfortable mm-hmm. um I think I dreamed small and I thought I was dreaming realistically but it was definitely dreaming very small and I think I also dreamed other people's dreams for me and so if I thought someone else wanted me to be a manager or someone else wanted me to go and get a house or get a, this or get that that's what my dreams were because I wanted to see other people happy for me or support me like you said you know you don't want to do things outside of what people closest to you that, you know, you care about their opinion. I didn't want to go outside of what their expectations were for me because I didn't want to get the ridicule of what are you doing? Why would you do that? That's not smart. That's dumb. You're not going to make that. You're not, you know what I mean? You don't want to hear all that. So I think uh, for a while I kind of played it small and it wasn't until maybe this past year um, I had got out of a relationship and I was kind of like reflecting on everything, like what my life was and where I was working and how how I felt overall as a person. And I'm not going to say that I was like miserable by any means. Like I was very blessed and grateful for things in my life, but I definitely wasn't happy. And I realized like what I thought was making me happy were the things of other people, you know, like living my life for other people's approval, you know, and I wasn't happy doing that anymore. And I wanted to figure out what was going to make me happy. Like, and I figured i was going to have to make a bold change. I wanted bold results. You know, I had these dreams and things that I, I think I was coming into myself and what I wanted to do. Like when I got into health and wellness, I was working originally at a, at a fast food place uh-huh. and wasn't happy there at all. Like very miserable. I was miserable then. Um, but I was definitely very angry as well. I think I felt like the world owed me something and, and it wasn't giving it to me. And I felt um, like lost and not understood and didn't know what I wanted to do. And so um, I ended up leaving that job and going to the health food store and that like opened my eyes to so many different things and it kind of just taught me to be open to things that may come in and out of my life and so as I've gotten older and you know moved up into the store and became a manager like I was like this is it like this is as far as I'm gonna go I felt like I was like at a halt you know what I mean like this is as far as I'm gonna go here and you know the job was nice I I, I met you and so many different great people but 
um, it wasn't fulfilling to me anymore. Um, and like where I was living was just kind of, that was like coming to an end too. The relationship came to an end. Things were like coming to an end. And it was like, yeah, well, what am I going to do? You know? And I said, like, I really had to figure out, I live my life for other people for, you know, up to this point. And it's like, I really got to do something for myself. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, you know, coming out here to New York, as I said, it was not the, it's not the easiest thing to do. I definitely had to come back home a few times and get some things figured out. Um, you know, I'm only a couple hours away, so it's easy to come back here and kind of like readjust or get things fixed. Um, but I knew even when I was out there and I've been out there and I've been scared and I've been thinking like, oh, what did I do? Why did I do this? Like, do I really want to be out here? And then I have like the, oh, I love it out here. I want to stay out here forever. In <laughs> um, all of those emotions, I know I'm doing this for myself. Like, I don't feel like I'm doing this for anyone else's approval or for anyone else's, you know, permission. Like, uh-huh. I genuinely feel like I'm doing this for me in all of this mess. And that's what makes it worth it when you when you find what it is that you want to do, you know? So that's how yeah. you know it's real. That's mm-hmm. how you know it's real because I find that so many times we do things for the approval of others. Like, mm-hmm. I was an article by Erica Badu and she was saying, um, there was it was an outline of... Um, she is her own audience when it comes to like what she wears and things like that. And that's so good. That's so good. A good analogy to play off of because I feel like even in the way we dress, it's like, oh, what am I going to wear today to impress such and such or yeah, how it look to other people. Yeah. And sometimes mm-hmm. to get the job or to get someone to look at you a certain way. It's like the last person you think about is yourself. And that comes to so many things when it comes to pursuing your dreams or moving. It's like, we are literally at times the last people that we think about. So Mm -hmm. I think it's so serious and so essential that you've done this and you've made this move. Um, I remember, um, yeah, I just remember you saying you want to go and people saying, oh, okay. But when they saw you do it, it's like, oh, she's she's leaving. Like she's really about to. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why people... Um, didn't think I was really going to do it. I don't know if it's because, like, going to New York is a, you know, you hear everything. New York is an expensive state. It's Mm -hmm. dirty. There's rats everywhere. There's this or that and the third. And, um, you know, it is definitely a risk to go. I don't know if anybody thought I was playing. I really don't. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, um, I definitely knew, like, I didn't know what I had to do to get there when I knew I really wanted to go, but I knew I had to go. Like, that's that's all I knew is I had to go. And, um, you know, people be hating too. Like, a lot of people don't want to see you follow your dreams. Like, I think because um, maybe their dream isn't to go to New York per se, but they may have had goals or dreams that they wanted to, but they never did. And so they see you doing it and they don't, they put their fears on you and why you right. can't it's, do something. Or, it's like, mm-hmm. keep those by yourself, keep those by your side. I need yeah, something. like, that's not for me. Like, I, if you have some limiting beliefs or something that, you know, you, that's, I, I can empathize with that, but I don't sympathize with you. I can't sit with you in that. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, um, if you want to come talk about it, you know, and you, you know, it's never too late for anybody, but there's definitely some people who just, they don't see it for them. So they can't see it for you. And that can definitely bring you down when, you know, you're doing something very bold, whether you're moving or you're trying to get a new job or just changing your mindset on things. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's like no room for that negativity, like at all. Like, so it yeah. was, I also learned, um, this is like some advice, whatever you want to do, like something that you and I talked about, like, you know, your dreams are your baby. And like you yeah. said, you don't, you don't let anybody hold your baby. Mm-hmm. And I was very excited to move and make this change. And not everyone is happy for you. There were some people who were like open arms. If you need anything here, let me give you this person's contact information. Let me connect with me on Facebook so we can chat and keep up. And if you need anything, you know, here's my number or whatever. Some people, you know, weren't 
all, all that supportive and had negative things to say. And I learned, you know, overall with the good comments and the bad comments, some things are worth keeping to yourself until, you know, you're done. You know what I mean? Until you're ready to share it with other people. So and that's something I, I had to learn about that. Yes, I could definitely say I learned that from you because I feel like sometimes as my, I love astrology and I do love the signs. Um, I would say sometimes as a Pisces son, I feel very empathetic and just as a human being and like a, a, as an empath. And I just feel like so many times there's so many dreams that I have and I love them. And in the past, I would share them. I'll be like, this is what I'm doing. Even if it didn't happen, I'm like, I'm planning this, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And just because literally it was from the heart and I was just so excited to do it. Like, even if I took time making my plan, I would just share because I felt open and just ready. Yeah. Sometimes I, and I did learn through experience that with those experiences, that I can't always share everything, especially when it's so close to my heart. Like yeah. there's some goals I have that I'm like, okay, it's a small circle of people I'm sharing with. And sometimes it's just me and spirit, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like I can get that solid foundation and confidence within myself to really go for it and then share like and I feel yeah. like I adapted that mindset um or mindset it, it's been working wonders because I feel like the approval thing again like I don't need anyone's approval I just I do my thing and if I share it I share it if I don't I don't but like yeah. it's like you know it's like taking that power back and realizing mm-hmm. exactly yeah talking about astrology um, how is it being a Virgo sun? Can you tell everyone your sun, moon, and rising sign and how this experience has been for you? I want I want your audience to know that you know my sun, moon, and rising <laughs> sign by heart. If y'all ever get any reading or astrology information from Lena, Lena will remember everything about your astrology chart. There are things that she knows about my chart that I don't remember. So I just want to throw that out there so they know. Um, and I love that about you. Um, but I'm a Virgo sun, I'm a Taurus moon, and I'm a Scorpio rising. Um, and so personally for me coming into astrology, I've always known I was a Virgo, Virgo sun, and that's all I ever knew. And so I would always think like, I think I'm the typical Virgo as far as like being like, um, they say like we're like neat freaks and need to be organized and we can be very overly critical and all of that. But then I had this like, um, I can get this like bold attitude, like, and like very demanding almost. And I'm like, oh, that's me being a Virgo. And you were like, no, honey, that's you being a Scorpio. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the Scorpio coming out of you. And it's like, oh my God, that is like, and so it's funny, like, I think um, in astrology, you learn a lot more about yourself. Like there are things that I've done that I've always done that I just couldn't identify. Like I couldn't put a word or like a descriptive adjective about why I was doing certain things and then you look into like your your chart and it's like oh that's because of this like you know what I'm saying like you know my moon size and this is why I'm a little bit more emotional my moon size and tourists so you know like we going through it sometimes but <laughs> um you know it overall like I've I've loved learning more about myself and like going through your chart like you know a lot of people don't believe in astrology for some reason but I'm like when you look into like your chart, like everything, it's like that really do be telling you about yourself. Like even yeah. if you just take what resonates with you, like you know what I mean. You can definitely um, identify some things about yourself. And what I like about astrology is I'm not one to when I read like my chart or my horoscope or whatever. 
I don't just like read it and go, oh, I'm going to be a bitchy today. So like, that's cool. Like, you know, it's like, what can I do to like avoid being less of that? Excuse me. You know what I mean? Like, how can I be less of a bitch today? Like, what can I do to like balance my mood or like, you know, because I'm going to have like a, uh, an interaction with people today that may be a little bit overwhelming. Like, you know, I need to prepare myself, you know, it's kind of like taking it in stride to how to act and not just go, okay, that's, that's me. Cool. Bye. It's like how to navigate around yourself because even in those things, it can, it can hold you back, you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. So wonderful. And also like, I love the fact that you are, and you have a YouTube channel that is dedicated to health and wellness. Like, how is that going for you? Are you going to really expand on that when you get, when you like, the more you're in New York or like, what is that about? So um, I started the channel back in 2017 Mm-hmm. Uh, the first video that I ever did is like the best video I have on my channel it has like over 2000 views. And so I'm really proud of that. Cause I remember making the channel and I had made a channel previous to this one. And um, I had a friend that found it and like, was just like, ew, you're doing YouTube. This at the time when YouTube wasn't like YouTube's a thing now, you know, this is like back in the day when like YouTube was just <laughs> kind of coming around and um I had the channel and the friend was like why are you doing that like he was like laughing he was like sharing the video with our other friends like trying to make jokes and I was just so I wasn't confident then so I was embarrassed like I was like dang like I really found a way to like kind of express myself and like what I care about talking about and I'm getting laughed at you know what I mean like uh it was kind of you know embarrassing I didn't believe in that person who knows where it could have been now but you know, things happen for a reason and so when I made it again it feels really good to know that the first video did really well um, and my goal is definitely to keep making videos. Uh, I'm definitely not the most active on YouTube, unfortunately. It's I make videos, I would say, maybe once a month. And I did be more consistent on there. So it's just kind of like taking what I've learned throughout my, you know, five or six videos on there now. And just kind of seeing, like, what, what works and what doesn't. I think for a while I was, like, critical of, you know, what I wanted to post. And I felt like it was, like, putting me in a box almost. Like, I could only post these type of videos, but I feel like we're all multifaceted in ways. And so there are some days where I want to talk about, like, you know, five non-toxic beauty products. And there's some days where I want to talk about, like, you know, following your dreams or being motivational or being real with people about how, you know, sometimes things don't go how you want them to go and people don't support you and things can suck, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um, I want to be kind of transparent in all ways. And so I think once I'm kind of more grounded um, I definitely want to come up with more videos. Like I, I'm starting to like work on a plan now for being more consistent and improving the quality of my videos and also being confident. You know, sometimes it does feel a little awkward when you're just you in front of a camera and like yeah. you're kind of thinking about, you know, like <laughs> how you look and how you're saying things. And yeah. I know I can talk very fast and I can get overwhelmed and start to stutter. And I used to be embarrassed. And so I would edit my video to like take it out. But I would watch people on YouTube who would do the same thing and they would just keep going. And I'm yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's like just being comfortable, like, because people want to see you be raw and be authentic. It's not about being perfect. And I want to, even though I put that on myself, that I, I have to be perfect. It's like, if you're done a certain way, it's like, I can just be me and be goofy and be funny and be, be real serious or be whatever. And like, I don't have to like limit myself or limit my personality. Like, you know, I can be myself and I'm working on that. And that's been, a, you know, I don't want to call it a struggle, but I've had to come around the idea of that, like, I can be me on here and and talk how I talk and say what I say. And like, yes. this is my way to express myself on my channel. However, I want to do that. And just figuring out what works and taking the time to figure that out. I've definitely been one to, I've been wanting to rush my success on YouTube. And, and how I want, you know, I have a vision of how I want my YouTube to go and how many views I have and how many people are following me. And 
that's all great and grand, but you know, I do have a little bit of a following on there, and then I do have some videos on there now, and I want to just focus on the quality and not the quantity, you know, of what I'm doing, and making sure it's coming from my heart space, making sure I'm proud of the video, whether it gets 10 views, 1,000 views, it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? I want to just feel good about what I'm putting out there, um, and so it's definitely coming, something I want to focus on. I think a lot of people who want to pursue social media, whether it's through Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, it can be overwhelming to try to be on like all these different platforms. Mm-hmm. And uh, some advice that I had got from someone else was just figure out like where you're getting the most, you know, interactions from. Like, be feel more authentic on Instagram, or it's what you're, you know, like if you're trying to sell clothes, for example, maybe YouTube isn't the best platform for you. Maybe it is, you know, um, maybe it's Instagram. You know, maybe if you're you know, you're, you're funny or you're, you know, you're comedic in ways. Maybe you should get on Twitter, like figure out what you want to do and like where those people are, you know, like, and focus your platform on there first. And then you can kind of spread out to other areas. So, um, you guys can find me on YouTube at I have key. Um, it's E Y E O F K I. Uh, that's for my YouTube and my Instagram, but, um, I'm finding. <laughs> Thank I'm, you. I'm just gonna say it's amazing because right after this, I was gonna ask. Okay, so where can people find? Yes. <laughs> All right. um, my brother, yeah. my girl, was on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I named it I of Key because I wanted it to be like um, a glimpse, like into my reality, like how mm-hmm. I see things and what I do. You know, my name's Akia, so we shortened it to Key, so it's real cute. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I did decide to take a step back from Instagram for a little bit. Um, And I want to focus on YouTube. Like, I feel like I have, a, like I said, a little bit of a following there. And the kind of content that I make, I think, translates well on YouTube. And um, I want to do that for a while. And at some point, I'll get back on Instagram. I kind of hop back and forth with Instagram. Like, I come on and I come off and... Yeah, um, you know, but I'm definitely gonna focus on YouTube. Definitely, 2020 is the year. Oh like, my gosh, yes. <laughs> so it's just kind of like planning right now and organizing. But I'm definitely very excited to get back on there and just keep sharing with people, yes. and you know, seeing where it goes. That's so amazing. And let me just say, whenever um you said the year that you started your YouTube channel, mm-hmm. the time was uh at. 2017 as soon as you said or it's 20 something 17 as soon as you said I started in 2017 that's when one of the time changed to that exact number oh my god (laughs) I was like okay she's in tune man I'm trying I'm just trying to stay on the path and and definitely be be patient you know like I'm definitely one that I've rushed things in the past and Mm -hmm. tried to do things quick and it's like things take time and I think it's just like surround myself with positive people like you know having friends like you listening to motivational people online and just like taking a breath and it's like (laughs) I don't know how long I'll be on this earth but right now I'm here and it's like I can't do everything in a day or two days but it's like there are people who are thriving like in their 30s and 40s you know what I mean I think with social media we see people's end result whether they're 18 16 you know 50 you know we see people doing whatever they're doing now mm-hmm. and we think well we got to be doing it now and it's like you don't know how long it took them to get to where they are or, or how they got there or where they're going to end up it's like you know you don't know so I'm trying to have more grace with myself and how long things take and it taking a long time doesn't mean that I'm failing or I'm not doing something right you know what I mean I think we, t- we tend to rush success or whatever success means to us and it can take time you know what I mean like whatever you're you're planning right now um it can take a while to see the fruit you know and that doesn't mean that it's it's a bad seed or it's not working out you're not taking care of it properly sometimes it just takes time you know so 
yeah. definitely just in all of this, just trying to be patient. And it's hard. Like I know. But, uh, That's what it's I, worth it. With success, sometimes it's like, especially just feeling it and feeling like grasping it and seeing it in your mind's eye, I feel a lot of times it's like, I have to go get it. I have to go get it. And it's not going to be mine, but it's like your, your birthright almost is success. I do believe that. I believe you're flowing in success every time you wake up in the morning, every time Mm -hmm. you decide to go towards your dreams and Mm -hmm. to take small steps at a time and also to take like leaps of faith towards what you want to do. Um, I'm trying to get out of the mindset of like having to rush towards success because I feel like I really get stressed and I don't work as well that way. This is mm-hmm. for like some people like I know there are certain avenues they like to go down, but it's like for me, it's like I'm here to be successful. Like I didn't come here to like just yeah. along the way. Like I came here to be successful. Like it's already happening. Like mm-hmm. everything that happened before I got here to even be here, you know, it's, it's a story of success of triumph, you know, and I feel it's like that for everyone here, you know, our energy is precious. Um, and I would say what's one thing, not even one thing, but there's probably someone listening to this podcast that are like, they have hella dreams um, mm-hmm. They might be a little nervous or shy. They might even be in the process of pursuing them. But what's your advice to the woman out there that like just want to go out there, maybe move to a different you know place or start their own YouTube channel? Like, what's your advice for them? I feel like whatever you want to do, you know, it's one thing you know we all dream about something. So if you have a dream of you want to move or you want to start a YouTube or or whatever it is that you want to do, figure out what that is. Identify whatever it is your goal is. You know, we all have plenty of goals. Get a journal, get a notebook, and just write those goals out. And, you know, once you have a list or an idea of what you want to do, you have to have steps to do it. Like, and think, take your time in thinking about how to get there. Like I said, there's really no rush. Like, what's for you is not going to leave you. Like, and we have to, you have to understand that when you're pursuing your dreams. Like, for me, I can be honest and say that there are people who, I see living a certain way who are maybe already in New York who are going to these different like events and doing these different things. And I'm like, dang, I want to do that. You know what I mean? And it's like, we're, we're not, and I'm comparing myself to them and it, it does me a disservice to do that um, because what's going to come for me is it's not because someone else has it. It doesn't mean that it's going to leave me. You know what I mean? It's not going to, it's not passing me by. Uh, I have to see someone else do it and know I can do that. You know what I mean? But they didn't just wake up and have that happen to them. They had steps. So you know, research what you want to do. You know, when I was said I went to New York, I had to look into, you know, there's plenty of YouTube videos out there or, or even just people in your community who may have already lived there who moved drastically before who can talk to you about the pros and the cons and, you know, how to do it, how to save money for that. You know, with moving to New York, for example, it's not just getting in the car and going, it's saving money. You know what I'm saying? Taking the, redoing your research, finding cities that you want to live in and looking at apartments, finding roommates. Like, it's, there's a research stage to everything. So it's like, Take the time, whether it's, you know, a couple hours a day, a couple times a week, a couple times a month, you know, to really research whatever you want to do and get a plan for yourself. And once you feel secure in that plan, um, you got to do it, you know, like you, <laughs> you can research yourself to death. I think people get caught up in that also, like trying to do it perfectly. And there's really no way to do anything perfectly because I feel like I put my move out to the T of like when I was going to move and how I was going to do it. And this didn't go any way how I thought I was going to go. You know, it definitely is working out in its own way, but it's never how you think it's going to be. So I think you have to kind of detach yourself from the outcome of how it's going to look. But preparing, be prepared. You know what I mean? If you want to have a YouTube 
and you want to talk to to young women about um you know they're planning their future going to college for example so maybe you went to college and you have you know you had your own experience now you want to um, inspire young women about their journey into college uh, but you're terrified to talk in front of people you may want to take some courses you know what I mean in public speaking first or or find a girlfriend or, or whatever and just be like hey I want to do this can I can I practice in front of you really quick can I take 10 minutes and just like talk about this in front of you like you know like take that time to to prepare yourself for what you want to do and then you got to buy the you know your equipment or maybe you don't have to buy equipment if you got an iPhone you can do anything you know what I mean <laughs> definitely take what's in front of you I, I know it's, it's easy to see people with their you know they got the latest technology and the fancy this the fancy that and you're like oh I have to do that but a lot of them start with what they have and don't be afraid to start with what you have and grow from what you have like you know start with your iPhone and then when you save up some money and you want to get a, a nicer camera then do that but start yeah. with what you have and don't be afraid to start and be afraid to fail I think that's the big thing people mm-hmm. someone told me um we tend to think of failure as quitting you know if you fail you quit or you didn't make it you didn't do it and failure is really an opportunity to try again when you don't do something that's when you fail that's when you quit when you don't try um and so people who try can look back at something let's say for youtube for example you would make a youtube video and let's say you do it on your phone and um you do the video and it's okay to you uh, but maybe you didn't like some certain things about it or um you can identify that you know what i'm saying you can see what you did and now you can do it again and you can do it with more accuracy the next time or maybe you didn't like the lighting or how where you filmed it or you didn't like the way that your camera was placed or whatever it's, it's all a learning experience which is why it's important to be patient because it's going to take you a lot of trial and error to figure out what works for you maybe you think you want to talk about ponies and bears on youtube but really <laughs> you want to talk about astrology and tarot readings like you know what i mean like you can have an idea for yourself and get so high strung on on what you think it is but as you get older as you learn you come into something else you come into a new part of you and that's my life story (laughs) (laughs) it's just like really having the grace to go out and whatever you want to do so yes like loving ourselves I feel like for me I also feel a big part of life is to enjoy life I don't mm-hmm. want to spend my life saying, well, I have to do this because I have to do that. And of, of course, it's responsibilities and we have to take care of those. But another big chunk of life is being happy, waking yeah. up, enjoying life, putting yourself in situations around people, places and things that really add to that and just continuing to grow and overflow mm-hmm. that. So I also think one thing I've... Um, I've adopted a mindset of loving myself through the process of being afraid of, of getting mm-hmm. my arms up, of going for my dreams. I'm not telling everybody about my baby or my, my dreams, mm-hmm. which is, it's like trusting myself and, and yeah. love myself through the whole thing. And it makes it so much better. It makes mm-hmm. it easier, you know, because I don't feel everything has to be so hard. Everything doesn't have to be a fight when we can just relax, yeah. release mm-hmm. and, and be in the moment that like, we're going for it. We already know this is what we're going to do. We're destined to do it. We're destined because yeah. we're here. Um, mm-hmm. I want to thank you so much for being on this podcast. You are my first interviewer. I'm interview. so excited. Oh, for our friendship. Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful for your knowledge. And I'm so inspired by you just following your dreams and going out there and kicking butt, girl. I'm trying, man. <laughs> but thank you. But thank you for having me on here. Thank you for allowing me to 
talk about my journey. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for this podcast. And I'm looking forward to to hearing you speak and hearing your many more guests that will be on here. Like where this goes for you. Like you're killing it. Like so I'm thankful for you. Thank you so much. Do you have any last words before we end it? Anything you want to say? Any shout outs you want to give? Like I made it. Um, I just like the biggest thing I want everyone to take away from this. Definitely take your time. There's no rush and take care of your baby. Like, you know what I mean? Like when following your dreams and your goals, like how we said, we've definitely shared our goals with people who tore it down. You know what I'm saying? And it can really hurt you. And like, you have to be strong and very courageous when you're pursuing anything and if you have to keep some things to yourself, move in silence, whatever you want to call it, you need to take a step back from social media. It's okay to readjust your plan. Like, um, give yourself that opportunity. Like, for me, I for a long time, I felt like with YouTube or Instagram, like I said, I was comparing myself to other people. So I was like, I'm missing out if I don't post. I'm missing out if I don't make this video. I'm missing out. And it's like, I'm not missing anything. I'm missing me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm missing my path because I'm so worried about everyone else. And so... Whatever you have to do um, to really to get in your inner voice, like it's okay to listen to the people and take advice. But at the end of the day, you have everything that you need inside of you. Your heart desires, you know, what's best for you is going to come from you. I'm not saying you can't, you shouldn't take sound advice from people, but you, some people, for example, can take advice from people day in and day out all the time. You can go to this person, that person, and you're, you'll start to look for validation outside of yourself. And you find the balance of what comes from the people and what really comes from you, you know, and whatever y'all want to do. And it's it's okay to share. It's okay to ask people their opinion. But at some point, you got to trust yourself and keep some things to yourself until you're done, until you're ready to come out and, you know, see everything all the way through. You know what I mean? Like, I've definitely been wanting to get excited about some things that didn't really work out. And, you know, it's okay. You learn. But um definitely what I've tailored from all of this is keep your baby with you sometimes you know and and take your time whatever y'all are doing even what we're doing now take your time like it'll be fine so that's my peace I leave (laughs) I wish you nothing but love peace abundance joy much success um in your own right and it's so great connecting with you. Thank you so much, Lena. I'm so happy to be on here. Thank you. I love you, girl. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.